Hello, this is William Cooper. Welcome to Awakening Together, Relaxing into Happiness. I trust your day is going well. If you've been following this podcast for some time, you've probably meditate, hopefully daily, or if this is the first time you've heard this podcast, hopefully you're meditating anyway. What I would like to do is talk about what we talk about a lot, and that is that when you stop, when you're still, you notice two things. You notice the vastness of who you are, that's awareness, and the awareness itself notices everything else, all the objects in your body, in your mind, in your inner space, and of course around you. When we create emotions to hold some sort of attitude or perspective, that's an object that we create out of consciousness. When we create a thought, that's a hallucination or that's a manipulation of consciousness that we've now turned into another object called a thought. When we put thoughts and emotions together, we get habits and we get actions And all of these are objects of a sort as well. So what we're comprised of is this awareness, this vast, inner, clean, pure, deep space. And in its pristine form, when it flows down into creation, it first comes as light. And that light, when you feel into it, is deep peace. And so Peace flows through our body and our consciousness. It's deep joy. It's deep well-being and fulfillment. These are the qualities of our being. In the Bible, in Galatians 4.23, it actually labels those as fruits of our spirit. However you want to label it, it's the truth. It's who we are. In this vast inner space, within it, we see debris. We see objects that we have previously created floating around in there, like hurt and pain and anger and attitudes and unforgiveness. And it's like space junk, inner space, and it's all floating in there because we created it. And unless we discreated it, uncreated it, it's still floating around in there. And I don't know about you, but growing up, the way I learned to deal with things was you take your mind off of them. You change your attitude or you do an activity or um, you don't dwell on it. And what all this basically means is that the space debris, this inner debris, stays there. It's simply that we've shifted our attention to some other focus. And so now we're off doing something else. But what we created in the past, that debris, still is there. Now, at first, it's fine. There's only one piece of space debris or another piece of this inner debris or another piece. And really, who cares? But over time, as we get dozens, hundreds, then thousands, and then 10,000 chunks of space debris, Inside, we become overwhelmed and encrusted, and our inner light is muffled and stifled, and we feel worse and worse and worse and worse. 
And in our society, that's where most of us find ourselves. So as we've discussed before, it's important to discreate this inner debris. And the way that that happens is we'll feel a hunk of it. We'll feel anger. Maybe somebody says something or somebody looks at you wrong or something happens in life because life will find a way to bring it to the surface. We don't have to look very hard. Life will stimulate it. Somebody will do the things we just talked about or some other aspect that will pull that anger up to your surface or your hurt or your fear. Relationships, for instance, they're good on bringing our stuff up, right? So many things that life will do to help clarify us and purify us. So when something comes up, when it comes to the surface, that's a perfect opportunity to discreate it. And the way to discreate it is, remember, awareness is curative. So if we leave it in the light of our awareness, it will melt. So for instance, let's say hurt comes up. We feel it. We don't repress it again. We let it begin to discharge. We're aware of it. And we let it begin to discharge its energy and expend its energy. Just like an ice cube melting in the sun, it's being discreated. It's melting back into water. And in this case, the water is the consciousness from which it's been created. At its heart, it really is consciousness, which is love and well-being and peace. And when it melts, it releases a lot of energy of peace and love and well-being. So you don't want to repress it and cut it off because that's where your radiance is. The same intensity that a painful emotion has, and it hurts, and it's intense, and we can hardly stand it, that same intensity is our aura. It is our energy. It is our radiance. When you're around an awakened being, we've talked about it in the past, but they are so powerful. Their radiance is so powerful. Sometimes you can't get up off of the ground. You, you just can't move. It's that powerful. Well, you're that powerful too. The only difference is, is at this point, all of your power is frozen into these inner objects. And the radiance of pain is where your power is going. But as it melts and opens up, it releases a quantum packet of power that goes back into your aura with the same intensity as that pain used to emanate. But it used to come out as pain. Now it comes out as love, peace, and well-being. So it's something that you want. You want to let all that inner debris melt. Now there's a couple good things to know about this. Let's go back to our example. Say hurt comes up to the surface. When the hurt comes up, you really don't want to kind of imagine it, well, I feel a little hurt in my stomach or I feel a tight muscle because there's always tension underneath an emotion. And it often first comes up as a tension in your muscular system. And as you put your attention on that tension, often emotions start to reveal themselves 
or vice versa. You first feel an emotion and as it dispels and starts to melt off, you feel a, a deep tension underneath it. Well, we could have the posture of I'm here, I'm awareness, I'm fine, and you do feel fine and peaceful, and that is all true. And at the same time, you could say, I feel a tight stomach. I feel tension in my stomach. When I let this tension go, I'll feel much better. I'm fine. It's only that my stomach is tense. Well, um, a more effective way to melt these pains out of your system is to own them. In internal family systems, uh, a psychotherapy uh, school of psychotherapy, they look at each of these individual pains as an individual personality that we've fractured into inside of us. That's It's like a family inside, internal family systems. One person has lots of voices inside and lots of perspectives. And what they mean by that, and I'll put it in the terms that we've used in these podcasts, is when, in this case, I felt hurt, something was going on in my life. Let's say I was three years old and I felt hurt for some reason. In that moment, I had a certain perspective. I had a certain attitude. I had a certain way of being in life. And I felt a certain vulnerability that maybe I don't feel 20 years later or 40 years later or 50 years later, but I felt it back then. And it's still frozen in place under the surface, intact. It was a whole complex, a whole perspective. And so it's that personality, that little personality is what's containing the hurt. It's how the hurt stays in my body. I've retained that little personality fractured off to the side and I've stuck it in a muscle, which now feels like I have a hurt in my stomach. So what I want to do is own it. I want to step into it as much as possible. And instead of feeling like, hey, I'm okay, but my stomach kind of hurts. Instead, I step into it and it's a bit counterintuitive, but I really feel that hurt. I take on those lenses. I uh, see the world through that hurt, at least temporarily. Now, I don't take it out on other people. This is a silent thing that I do simply to um, let the hurt uh, expend itself and melt back into a pristine awareness. So internally, I step into it and it's not like I have a hurt in my stomach. It is more feels like I am hurting. I am hurting and I mainly feel it in my stomach and now it's spreading. I feel it in my chest and you just feel it wherever you actually feel it. I don't mean make anything up, but if you start to feel it and often you will, it will go all through your body. You will feel it in your chest, perhaps, or your legs or your forehead or in your neck. You'll feel this tension and just let it spread. It's the opposite of repressing. You're freeing it and you're letting it have its perspective. 
you may not know why, but you might start feeling angry along with the hurt. And you might start feeling angry. The world is against me or I'm upset and I'm hurt and people always have this attitude towards me. I don't know what you'll feel, but it will be a whole complex of things that might unfold slowly over hours or days because you're no longer burying that hurt. You're owning it and you're just saying, I am hurting. It's not like I am fine and I have a little hurt in my stomach that I need to work on. No, it's the opposite. I am hurting. I am hurting. And you feel it. You own it. Now, why would you want to do that? First of all, it stops repressing it. Secondly, the full intensity is now free to exude and unwind and go all through your nervous system. And there's nothing you're doing anymore to block it. You're not encouraging it, actually. What you're doing is stopping blocking it. And now it can flow effortlessly and it can radiate an intensity that may grow day by day, or it may be gone in two minutes. I'm not sure. It just depends on how it's encoded into your system. Well, it will radiate out and radiate out and you go through your day and let it because as it melts, as it spins and releases its energy, because it has a perspective. Remember, it's a hurting part of you, a hurting personality. And it says it's releasing its energy and it's hurting, it's hurting. Ask it a question because you want it to update its files. Do you notice that things are okay now? Do you notice that I'm okay? And I'm referring to you as awareness, as peace and well-being itself. Do you notice that I am okay? Do you notice that I am you? Does that feel better or worse to you? To notice that everything's okay today. I realize it wasn't okay when you were formed as hurt. It was very difficult back then. But do you notice that it's okay now? And you wait. And when it says yes, you say, okay, can you drink it in? Can you just take that in a bit? Can you soak it up like a dry sponge? Can you take in a drop? Because you want this part of you to experience both the hurt as it expends itself, but also to relax into and melt into the ground of your being. That's okay. That's what it melts into. It gives it a place to let go into. So you don't want it to just simply retain its old perspective and just hurt, hurt, hurt continually. No, you want to let it notice things have changed and it's okay now. It doesn't have to maintain that posture of hurt. It can just expend it and melt like an ice cube in the warmth of the sunlight. And in this case, the warmth of the sunlight is you. It's melting back into the beautiful peace and wellness of you. It relaxes into a radiant, beautiful energy. It's not that the pain stops I often used to be waiting for the pain to stop or quote unquote, go away. I want this to go away. It hurts. 
No, it doesn't stop. It more transforms. You let it turn into a nice, quiet energy, the energy which it's fundamentally made of before it got twisted into hurt and into an attitude. Let it continue to radiate with the same intensity, but notice as it winds down and perhaps it turns into a bright light and you just feel light coming out of your system. Or you feel joy or you feel peace or you feel a mixture. It's kind of half hurting still, but it's melted considerably. And at the same time, you're feeling light or peace or joy or well-being. So own it, and you'll own your aura, too, as it melts into oneness. You want to own who you are, and as the monk told me, to do anything is to do too much. Basically, do nothing. Don't control it. When I say step into it and own it, what I mean is quit blocking it, because it is going all through your body. You just haven't allowed it to before because you repressed it at some time. Own it by being it, because you are it. This now is you. You step into it and see the world through that hurt the best you can. You let it be your whole body. And that brings it fully out into the sunlight of your awareness, and it can begin to unravel and melt into the energy of well-being of you as awareness today, as it realizes that everything is okay today. And again, you can ask it, do you realize, you ask your hurting self, do you realize that everything's okay now? And this is the infinite asking, it's you as awareness, and it can feel into that and relax into it. Ah, I did not know that before when I was small, and threatened, and vulnerable, and hurting, but I can see it today, and let me begin to take it in. Let me begin to drink it in, drop at a time, and relax into the wellness of my infinite self. Ah, that feels so good as I drink it in. I relax into myself. That's what relaxing is, right? melting, taking in, letting go the tension and the blocks, letting them dissolve away into the infinite. I relax. Now, that's very powerful, and I hope that makes some sense to you. In the context of past podcasts, I think it will. So if this is your first podcast, I would invite you to go back and listen to some of the past ones. Maybe start with number one and work your way forward. And uh, it'll all come together. And there's something else that's very important that goes along with this. You might remember in the podcast about post-traumatic stress syndrome that Peter Levine, in his work Healing Trauma, suggests that we pendulate. We feel the trauma. We step into it. We feel it. And then we feel the awareness that we are, the true oneness that we are, the well-being. And that's really helpful when you meditate because you become very in tune with who you truly are. 
so you pendulate like uh, a pendulum. You start it in the hurt or you start in the awareness and you swing into the other one. And then after a bit, you swing back into the other one. You go back and forth and let them mix. And just like the podcast on coherence therapy talks about is when you mix two things together, uh, wellness and goodness with, say, mixing with pain, the stronger one, the infinite one, will be the baseline and the other one will melt into it. So pain is finite. It will melt into the infinite ground of your being. Now, that'll take some time as you swing back and forth and you do not push it. Because another thing that he says is you want to take extremely small steps. You don't want to traumatize yourself by pushing yourself too fast or too far or too deep. So you swing in lightly and you swing out lightly. And maybe like the German guru told me that my nervous system was very weak, Maybe you can only take so much like I could only take so much. And then you take a break. You don't have to solve this all in 30 minutes. You've got a lifetime. And many feel that you have lifetimes with S's. Lifetimes. So we're in no hurry. Life is to be enjoyed. So let's not make it a grim duty to heal and to get better in a blink of an eye. Let your natural rhythms guide you. Take your time. Life will bring back what has not melted, this inner space debris, that which still exists that you need to work on. Life knows where it is, and it will bring it forward for you. Somebody will say something. Something will happen at work or in your relationship, or something will happen in the stock market. Somewhere, life will do something, and suddenly you'll feel a discordant feeling, hurt, fear, or pain. If it's a feeling other than peace, well-being, joy, happiness, fulfillment, if it's a feeling other than that, it's not who you are. Those qualities are what you are. Peace, well-being, joy, happiness. If it's something else, it's a mental thing. It's an emotional thing. And it's not who you are, so it's not required anymore. If you created it in the past, you don't have to maintain that inner debris. You can let it melt away. So take baby steps. There was another uh, hero of mine, Milton Erickson. He uh, was an MD and a genius in hypnosis. And as you remember, I used to work a lot with hypnosis. And he invented so many things. He just was a genius with the way the mind works. And what he saw and observed was that People progress and heal much faster generally when they take baby steps. Take, take a step smaller than you feel is reasonable even because you can handle that and you can be consistent with it day in and day out. From Peter Levine's perspective, if you take a big step, you'll overwhelm your system and you will give yourself more trauma because you'll bring up too much pain and you'll create more PTSD. 
by going too fast. So either way, the message is go slowly. Take it easy. Be loving to yourself. This is for your, for your wellness and well-being and not a process that is needed to be done quickly and therefore may be a bit abusive to yourself. No, it's not that way. It's friendly. It's nice. It's the nature of your being. That's who you are, friendly and nice. So consider stepping into your traumas and owning them little bit by little bit, one piece of space debris at a time, perhaps, and just do it for as long as feels good. And even if half of it's left or three quarters of it's left or 90% and just a little melts off, then that inner ice cube is only 90% as big as it used to be or half as big as it used to be. And life will bring the remaining part back up to you when it's a good time for you. So go a little at a time. You'll get there. Guaranteed, if you just kind of keep at it day by day, you'll get there. That's why Milton Erickson said, take little baby steps. Do it every day, though. And because you take baby steps, you're not overwhelmed and you can do it every day. Okay, enjoy. And I look forward to talking with you again. Take care. Bye. Hello, this is William Cooper. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider following me and sending somebody a link so they can enjoy it too. Thanks so much.